When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, it's Tony Robbins. Hey guys, I'm Audrina Patrick. Hey, this is Adam Carolla. You're on the Hollywood Raw podcast. You're watching Hollywood Raw. You're listening to and watching Hollywood Raw. This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn. The podcast humanizing Hollywood. From celebrities to media moguls, even paparazzi and bodyguards have come to break news, break their silence, or just have a great conversation on Hollywood Raw. If they're on Hollywood Raw, there's a reason. From page six to TMZ, Daily Mail, and People Magazine, everyone is talking about the Hollywood Raw podcast with Dax Holt and Adam Glenn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw podcast. My name is Adam Glenn. Over there is Dax Holt. We have a really, really fun episode today. Um, Dax, we are talking to two people that you've been want. You hung out with them recently. I did. I hung out with them at BravoCon and started talking about the possibility of this episode, and it is finally coming true. So we have Teresa Judice and Melissa Freester on Feaster. I said I said her name wrong. Sorry, Melissa Feaster. Um, they host the Namaste Bitches podcast, and uh, we were chatting during BravoCon, and they were down for it, and we just had to find time, and they're coming on today, but. Obviously, Teresa has been a big plot point in my entertainment career because, you know, she has had a very, obviously, the, the Real Housewives franchise was huge. She was a big deal. She still is a big deal on there. But her trip to prison was also a really big deal and the coverage of that and how, uh, you know, everyone was talking about it. And I think this is kind of like a fun full circle moment to actually have her on and ask the questions we want. And I haven't been told that we can't ask questions. It seems like she's pretty much an open book. And, you know, I, I do have questions I want to ask her about her time behind bars. And I hope that she is willing to answer them. And I hear she is. So, you know, let, let's yeah. kind of see what happens today. But I'm excited for this this episode. Yeah, I'm excited just to have a conversation because, you know, Dex, Years ago when she was going to jail and she was going through a lot, it was one of the biggest stories in America. You know, yeah. a housewife, one of the biggest franchise shows is going to jail or was under, you know, investigation for some serious allegations. And we covered it. I was at the courthouse when she was at her lowest place. And I, I gotta be honest with you, like those days aren't my happiest things to cover. In fact, I don't mm -hmm. know how other guys feel about covering those things, if it's just a job to them. But for me, I just don't like being a part of that stuff. I'm a, you know, I try to be happy. Those parts, it's like, it's not fun for them. It's not, it's not a good place, and I don't want to be part mm -hmm. of that. Their memories of doing the yeah. thing. So I'm, I'm looking forward to having a candid, hopefully nice, fluid conversation with her and hearing her perspective, and also her hearing my perspective on it. Um, before we get to them, we read reviews. That's how much we love them because it's the best thing to do to support this podcast. Dax, do you have a review ready for us? I do. All right. This one is five stars from Spags1. 
Uh, the headline says, On the Road with Hollywood Rob Podcast. And uh, it says, Commuting for a few more weeks, and you have made my dri- drive quicker and more enjoyable. Adam and Dax, are you are at the top of your game. The banter and chemistry are genuine. Your pop culture vault is indefinite and beyond. Love Hollywood Raw. Forever a fan, Sally. Yes! Sally. Sally. I love that we can accompany you on your long commutes. Keep it up. We've got such an archive of so much stuff, so many interviews, so many um, just fun details uh, that I swear if you get lost in our archive, you will have a blast because there's yeah. so many evergreen things in there. Like We like to ask people questions, not about like necessarily what's pertaining to them right at that moment, but like what is their career like? What is it like working in Hollywood, pulling back the curtain, talking to all these really big names and famous people and seeing what their journey has been like? Yeah, I'd recommend really people go to our archive, our old episodes, because these episodes, they they don't they don't they know they don't age. They don't age out. They're yeah. continuously very interesting, very unique. We had this guest. Uh, I forget the author. I forget who about uh, two, a few months ago about the award show season. That was just a really good conversation. Uh, if you haven't listened to it, um, really good episode to check out. But today's episode, I'm excited for. Dax, tell us about our guest today. Well, our guest today, hosts of the Namaste Bitches podcast. We have uh, obviously everyone knows her, Teresa Judice, and her co-host Melissa Feaster, who. Uh, is also a very big deal in Hollywood, and we'll get into why. But Melissa, Teresa, thank you guys for joining us. So, guys, we've been wanting to talk to you guys for such a long time. You guys have been doing an awesome job with this podcast, the Namaste Bitches. Uh, how did this podcast come together? How did you guys come together to form this podcast? Wait, why did you say bitches like that? Like, are you, <laughs> there, it seemed like there was a lot of meaning behind that. Yeah, but wait, and let me ask you something. Do you like the it name? It comes off so good. I do like it. It comes off very, like, <laughs> yeah, nice. you were it's, it's very fluid. Okay, yeah, so you like it the name. It comes off very fluid. I do. I like that. <laughs> um, how do we meet, Teresa? Well, we met in California. So basically, Melissa was stalking me because she came. I was in California, so she came <laughs> to my event. <laughs> no, no um, we met through Cynthia Bailey. Um, she was on. She's an Atlanta housewife, and Melissa was her date at the ultimate um, girls premiere. Yeah, the yeah. ultimate mm-hmm. girls premiere. That you know, the first season that I was on, and um, so she came to the event, and that's how we met, and we just hit it off. And then Melissa, how did you know her? How how were you her date uh, to that event? Oh, so doing side piece, the other podcast that I have. Um, I had first of all had Teresa's attorney on and mm-hmm. became cool with him. And then I had at the time it was Cynthia's husband, Mike Hill on, and became really close and cool with him. And then through Mike met Cynthia. And Cynthia was like, last minute, she's like, yo, Mike can't come to this event. Do you want to be my my date? And You want to be my bitch? My be my bitch, my <laughs> bitches. I mean, I'm always a bitch. I don't care. Um, wow. But then Teresa's attorney was like, yo, Teresa's going to be there. You guys should just, obviously you'll meet, but see if something happens. So I guess that's my next question. Why do you guys work so well together? Melissa, what, what is your thought on that? I think that 
Teresa and I, for as opposite as we are on some levels, we're very similar on the core ones. You know, we're moms, wives. We work very hard. Both of us work very hard. And like there's certain core things we get along with. And, you know, which a lot of another reason why we wanted to start this, a lot of people sometimes unfortunately don't see through Real Houses New Jersey that, you know, she's on the defense a lot. So when you're on the defense a lot, you're not cracking jokes as much. You're not having as much fun because you're always like fucking Tyson, like, you know, with the jabs. Yeah. Everyone thinks I'm really funny when you get to know me. Yeah. When, so <laughs> and that's the thing. We, we laugh and we have fun. And those are the things that we wanted to showcase, you know, bringing the side out of Teresa that anyone watching the show for the last 14 years would not normally see. And also just talk about the things that make us who we are at the core that are very similar. So you you mentioned, obviously, Teresa, you're like, I'm a lot of fun. I'm always on the defense. But this question goes to both of you. Well, if you watch the show, it looks like, you know, it's like that I'm always on the defense because I guess when you're on top, everyone comes for you. So that's why, True. you know. And there's always storylines going on with you, Teresa, obviously with your job and the show, there's always something going on, some sort of drama going on in your life. So when you guys go out, when both of you go out, you know, most of you're around very, you know, very interesting crowds from celebrities to uh, socialites. And Teresa, yourself are a, a, a very big celebrity in your area as well. And that Bravo and housewife community. Do you feel self-conscious going out? Cause you want to have fun, but with everyone having cell phones now, do you feel like you can't have fun because of that? There's always that fear of someone watching you, judging you, trying to get some content out of you? No, I'm so past that. Yeah, I, I never really worry about that. I mean, I guess maybe when the kids were little, like if they were, I mean, not even. It's like if anybody would do that, that's on them. But no, I'm pretty much myself. It's not like, you know, I always act the, you know, the, the right way in out in public. So it's not like I have to be ashamed of like, or be careful of how I'm acting. Like I, I never, like I always, I'm um, control of my alcohol. You know, some people have to worry about that. Like I don't have to ever worry about that. So now I'm not self-conscious at all. What about you? I, when, yeah. When you're around yeah. people in that, in the crowd, do you feel almost like you need to, if you're out with Cynthia, for example, do you feel like you need to be protective of her from other people trying to, either A, go up to her and get photos, or B, just kind of slide in their hand with their phone and trying to get some video of her just walking up and around? I mean, A, I wish that people would get me with my top off more often. <laughs> 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 my boobs could be shown more often publicly and on the internet, I would be very happy. You could just walk around and take it off. You could take it off right now. I mean, I <laughs> listen, don't don't tempt me, okay? I mean, let's pick it up a little notch, okay? I'm completely sober. I have no problem taking my clothes. I mean, the only no, part I mean, what I hate, I mean, I'll just say like when I'm like if there was times that I was, you know, in a bikini. And like, of course, they take the worst angles of you. And I'm like, really? They had to take that angle. They couldn't wait till I pose for it. You know, that's the only time that I was like, oh, that's such a bad photo. Otherwise, I don't, you know, whatever. I don't care. After after all of these years on a reality show, do you ever still get annoyed with the way they edit you down? Because I know people complain a lot about that. Like, oh, I didn't like how that was edited together. I look like an asshole. I didn't like the way they made me look. Do you get annoyed or are you just so over it at this point because you're used to the games and the 
the way they edit. Yeah, I mean, you know why I got to, like, it didn't bother me for so long because I used to not watch my show. Mm-hmm. Like, so I used to not watch my show because with me, it's different, guys. Like, I work with my family and it's not something that I signed up for. It's something that was just handed to me because, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah, I mean, I didn't even know about it. And then I found out one, you know, they just call me. They're like, oh, your family's, you know, your sister-in-law and cousin going to start working on your show. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I just had dinner with them last week and they didn't even tell me they were interviewing me. So with me, it was totally different. So I didn't watch the show for years, like a long time. The past few years I've been watching the show because I, I was like, you know what? I'm in this now. Like I, I have to watch it. I have to see you know, what my family is saying about me, like, and I need to know about all this. So now I have been watching it. And, um, I mean, it is what it is. Like I can't, you can't fight with your boss. Like, you know, if like it, so you just accept it and you just got to think before you talk and make sure like your point gets across the right way. I hate the sound of my own voice. Do you, what do you think of your own voice? Yeah. I don't like my voice. (laughs) Yeah. And, well, and you know what, when I'm in supermarkets and I'm on the phone, like a customer, like on the other side or, you know, people here, they're like, Teresa, is that you? They know my voice. And I'm like, shit, oh my God, I got to talk lower. Yeah. So a I lot of people, voice is very common, Teresa. Yeah. yeah a lot of people recognize my voice. I know. I'm like, shit, I got to like talk lower. That's so funny. Well, so does that, does entering the, the housewife franchise, is that something that where do you, where do you stand on that? Obviously, with the podcast doing really well, they're seeing your relationship with these people. You obviously you're you're an attractive person. You fit the mold. Is that something that has you been in conversation with? Have you turned it down? Like, what's your role with that? I mean, no, I don't think there there hasn't been talk. I mean, Teresa and I coming up on the new season, we do stuff together. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm she gonna... lives in California. The, she, the only way she could be a housewife is she, she's a Beverly Hills or Orange County housewife. Mm-hmm. I'm I not doing Beverly Hills. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It, it's tough because I'm in LA and she's there. So I would go and film and do some things with her. But Melissa's then... going to be in the new season, season 14. Okay. Nice. We did the baseball event and then our it's first already... ever live podcast show. Oh, yeah, cool. yeah, oh that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So that's cool. That's towards the end of the season. So yeah. that was really fun. Um, but you know, that's like Teresa's world. You know, I'm there to back her up and be a part of it as, you know, her friend, her co-host and all that. But as far as Jersey, I just, unless I live there, there, there's no world that that would work. But what if they approached you for the West coast? Is there any, you know, if they approached you, would that be something you'd be interested in? And then my second question is from your appearances on New Jersey, obviously it's good promotion for namaste bitches, but it's a good promotion for the podcast, but is that a paid, uh, appearance or how's that work for you guys? Bitch is nice. Can you say bitch is nice? Bitches! (laughs) 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 You don't ever do that again. (laughs) I will forever hear that in my mind. Um, I mean, no, no, not for my stuff. I think it's more just most people anymore with reality TV, whether it's someone that our friend over here knows about, whether you're doing Shark Tank or whatever, I think it's about just building your business and building your brand. So 
like I wouldn't care. I, I just was ex- excited to, you know, have our podcast that we've been working very hard on for the last year and a half to then be showcased on the next season. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I got a super random question for you guys. Did either one of you go to your high school reunion? No. Who was just talking about? Oh, Bradley Cooper. Did he go oh, to yeah, his? He, he did. He goes to his high school reunions. God, can you yeah, imagine I, him I walking in? Yeah, I don't. I don't really care to see anyone. And anybody, I still talk to one of um, a few of my girlfriends from high school. Um, matter of fact, she came to my wedding a year. Like you know, so I do still talk to a few people from high school. I feel so like that's Facebook, why if I want to see them, I can just see them. I don't need to yeah. go to high school reunion. I feel like Facebook killed the reunion thing because you see what they look like, you yeah, know everything. what they're up to, <laughs> whether right. or not you're friends with them. You're like, oh yeah, I saw they had kids, whatever. There's no catching. But you know what? You anymore. I would go to Bradley Cooper's high school reunion. So I can fake <laughs> that being in that class. I haven't yeah, gone to one. And of I mine. wasn't thrilled about my high school, so. But, it, but that's everyone's dream is to walk back in and be like, you guys treated me like shit back in high school. Look at me now. Yeah, no, they didn't treat me like shit. I want to take that. But um, yeah, no, I just didn't care to go go to it at all. But obviously you guys have now, you know, you're both in your own right doing some pretty cool things in the public spotlight. How do those people, when you run into them, the people you grew up with, how do you notice them treat you a little bit different? Because you're at the stat, the level you are at now, and obviously a little bit more high profile. Um, well, with me, I mean, my real friends know they treat me the same. I mean, I, you know, I mean, I guess there are people that try to hang around because they want things. Mm-hmm. You know, like I've, you know, I've seen that throughout the years. That you know, like, and I, and it's so hard for me to say no because I'm. You know, I'm nice like that. Um, but, you know, it's like this year I said, you know what? I'm not doing that anymore. Like I got to think, you know, I want people around me that I want around me and not because, you know, because I'm Teresa Judice and I have to be more aware of that because time is precious. So I want to hang out with people that I want to hang out with, not because, you know, I'm, I'm doing somebody a favor. It's like I'm tired of doing that. I've been doing it for a long time. So. Well, on that note, Teresa, I need thirty dollars. Yeah, I'll give you thirty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it to you right up your ass. <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm saying it's it's like time is precious. Like I, you know, I have you know a lot of kids. Like they need yeah. my time, and it's like I just want to do what makes me happy. You know, you've done yeah. it all. You've done some pretty cool things. Like you know, obviously from the Bravo fame and stuff. What's the coolest thing that's ever been sent to you? You know, obviously we see the gift boxes sent to all these social media people over the years. But what's the coolest thing? You opened up your door, had a, something there, and someone's like, hey, here's a gift for you. I wrapped myself in a box one day and sent it to her. <laughs> That's a good gift. I'm trying to think the coolest No, gift. she didn't even care. The appreciation. <laughs> she didn't, you, just, you didn't do that. <laughs> um, I'm trying, I don't know. I don't think I got any cool, the, like a cool gift. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Have you gotten Let's like go. free vacations? Say it again. Free vacations. Um, um, Where you just have to go on your Instagram and say, hey, had a great time at uh, Marriott Aruba. I don't know. Have you? Yeah, it's like for hotels, for hotels. Yes. Gotcha. How how often do you get those type of deals? I, um, not all the time. Like last year I had a, like a something a cruise ship came to me and they wanted me to go on it but my husband was like he's like he's like babe I can't do a cruise ship he's like 
Yeah. So, and they offered it to me and Gia and Gia went with her boyfriend, but um, like Louie and I didn't go. I, so here's one thing I've heard. And then I was, I was scared. I was like, Oh my God, do I have to be on this, like be around all these people? Cause like, yeah, I like to be more private and like, I don't like big resorts anymore. Like I like small resorts. I like boutique hotels because you know, it's just, I just, I kind of, you know, I would like, listen, I never say no to a picture. I never Mm do. Um, you know, cause I don't, cause I get it. Like if you see somebody you love, you want to take a picture with them. So that's why I never say no. Um, but that's why sometimes I'm just like, I would like to be, you know, you know, just, I just want to chill without, yeah. you know, you don't be on. Yeah. Yes. I, I mean, not that I'm on, but it's just like, sometimes you just want to be left alone, you know? But, and I, and I never say no, like a lot of my friends get annoyed. They're like, you never say no. And they're like, they're always bother you. And, and sometimes when I'm about to eat something at a dinner table, if somebody comes up to me, I'm like, real, like as I'm eating now, like, I'm like, can you come he back? like that though. We'll be out to dinner and we'll be, you know, at dinner. And even in the midst of dinner, if someone comes over, she'll take a picture. Like very, What's the etiquette to that? What you know, people don't come up to us and ask us for a photo <laughs> at dinner. But how do you are you if you see a celebrity at dinner? And Teresa, it's hard for you. You're a tough example because you say yes to everything. But what would make you feel better if someone approaches you wants to sees you at a restaurant? Do they have to wait for you to finish? Do, yeah, should they I mean, not approach you at the food? That or has happened. Yeah, you wait till after they're done eating and then you go. Okay, like, yeah, after dinner, you know. I mean, I guess if you're leaving, then what are you going to do? Of course, you got to, you know, which I feel bad. Like, so I get it. Like, and we're popular because of them, you know, because they're watching us. So, yeah, like, I got to tell you, you guys want to hear a funny joke? Yeah. Okay. Right. So we're in Craig's in, in California and um, Drake walks in. So Drake says hi to me. Drake says hi to, you know, shakes Louie's hand, says, says hi to, I was there with Gia. And Louie starts fanboying. Like, he's, like, so excited that Drake is, is there, you know? And I guess Drake wanted to be left alone, which I get it, you know? So, But Louie was so excited to see him. And he loves Drake. Like, we went to go see his concert. He bought a suit this, this um, past year. And we went to go see him, the whole family. Anyway, um, he still bought a suite after he... he He's Drake said no, but anyway, he wanted to take a picture, and I guess he didn't. He wasn't feeling pictures that day, so um, he said he, you know, no. And then um, he was supposed to be sitting next to us. Then he moved his table because I guess you know uh, he wanted to be left alone. You know, fanboy. He didn't want the fanboy <laughs> up on him. Yeah, or you know, maybe I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking maybe he didn't know. You know, he didn't tell somebody where he was at. You know, I don't know. Something was going on. I'm not going to give all the details away. <laughs> so anyway, but it was so cute. And I felt so bad because Louis really loved him and he wanted to take a picture with him. And he, you know, and he only wanted to take the picture because for his son, Louis, you know, and he went for my stepson. He wanted to show it to him. But that was so cute. So wait, back up. Did Drake, what I need to know, did Drake come up to you and introduce himself to you? No, he said hi to me. He just said hi to me. He said hi. I, I know, said, but I said hi. He, but did he he recognize? Is he a big real house? Like I don't know. I mean, I, listen, I, I I don't I don't fan over anybody. I don't want to take a picture with anybody. I, I'm not like that. Like if we're at an event and we take, you know, if 
I don't know if it happens. It happens. I don't go up to anybody and say, can I take a picture of you? I'm so not that person. I'm really not. Like, I don't need to take a picture of you and put it on my Instagram to show that I'm friends with you. I'm so not that person. So I'll never ask for a picture. If it happens, like if we're taking pictures with other people in a group setting, then we do it. Then I'm like, okay, fine with it. But I just, because I get it. Some people don't want to take pictures. Some people do. But Teresa, do you think that, my question is, do you think Drake knew you from Housewives? Like he's a housewife. I don't know. I I think so. I mean, he said hi to me, you know, and he said hi to (laughs) Louie. He was cool with Louie. He just wanted to bone you. I, I mean, you know, he's, he's, he's hot. Yeah. So like, yeah, no. So he said, how did Gia? Like he, he, he was cool, but then Louie had to ask for a picture. Cause he was so excited to see him. He was so excited to see him. It was so cute. And he really loves him. He's like, you know, a big fan. So, but I'm like, babe, next time don't ask for a picture. And I said, you know, if it's a different set, I know, I guess it wasn't the right setting, you know? So, but it was really cute. So going back to the traveling and getting hotels and all that kind of stuff, free comp stuff, I saw you were recently in the Bahamas and Joe was there. The whole family got together for, was it New Year's? Was it Christmas? Yes, New Year's. New Year's. How did that go? How was that uh, interaction? Oh, it was great. The kids were so happy. Um, Again, it uh, it was my husband's doing. He's like, let's go. To, he's like, let's go hang out with Joe for New Year's. I'm like, oh, really? Now I was like, <laughs> I was like, no. He's like, it would make the kids so happy, and it did. It made my daughters so happy, and um, so it was. It was really nice. It was nice. Like, yeah, it did make them happy. But next, I mean, the weather wasn't that great. There was two or three days that it was cloudy. So I'm like, next time we're not going to um, Bahamas for New Year's because, like, January, I mean, the end of December is iffy in Bahamas. It could be. I mean, I heard some New Year's, it's been beautiful. But this, I mean, New Year's Eve ended up being a great night, but like a few days it was cloudy. So I was like, you know, when you go on vacation, you don't want any clouds at all. Yeah. So, But we had a great time. Yeah, it was nice hanging out with them. Um, yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Is it, is, do you guys, do you and Joe, obviously you still have children together. How often do you guys communicate? Yeah, we do have children. We have four children. children. (laughs) You have, how often do you guys talk to each other about your kids? Um, we, I mean, we, we don't talk that much because we only talk like when I need him, I like, I'm like, can you just, I mean, I need help with this, like talk to this one, you know, like that. But we don't talk. I mean, I have to say Louie and him talk more than Joe and I talk. That's so funny. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, Louie wants, he has a good relationship with them, which is nice. Yeah, that's great. That's really and he, cool. d- you know, he does it. He's, he's always like 
doing the right thing. Like he's, 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 he's pretty amazing. Like, yeah, he, you know, it's, it shows the kids that, you know, that we're, you know, that they get along and they love that. They love yeah. that. Melissa. Uh, well, Teresa, you mentioned Craig's Melissa. You, I'm sure you've been to Craig's a bunch. Teresa, you're an Italian girl from Jersey. You've been to a lot of Italian restaurants. Melissa, do you think Craig's is that good? And Teresa, do you think Craig's is that good? We yeah, I was, there I was just there recently, and um, the owner, I was out with Larsa Pippen and Marcus with Louie, yeah. and we were going to dinner, and the owner came to the table. I've seen him so many times. I didn't know if he was the manager, but he was the owner, and he was so nice. What's his name? And listen, we've been there together too. Yeah, Craig. Oh, Craig, right? That's his name. Okay, yeah, I didn't know. So, and I met him, and I've seen him so many times. I just didn't know he was the owner. He was so nice. Yeah, and the food is really good there. It really is good. I mean, I think it's also the scene, right? People go there to be seen. I mean, if people come into town and they're like, oh, I have to go to Craig's to be seen. And I'm saying this oh, one. Yeah. Well, so we've never been there, right? You and me have never been there. I don't think, but like, I don't do. No, also, she doesn't. Yeah, she did. Like I made her pick restaurants. Where do we go? Tell them where we went when we, when I came to Cali with you. Oh, so if we're going to like do girl? it in Beverly Hills. Like I like Mastro's. Okay. Mastro's okay. is so solid. like, can't go but like I also. Oh wait, and then we went to Ocean, something Ocean too, ocean no? Time. Ocean. Okay, that's that a good – I mean, that's a solid restaurant. Yeah. But a lot of people do go. They come into L.A. and they want to go to Craig's because they just feel like, you know, paparazzi will be out there or, you know, it's the scene. Again, not this one. I, mean, I like, like Craig's, yeah, because it's a cool scene. I don't care about paparazzi, but um, I like it because the food is good. And, like, I like the bar scene. Like, it's like, you know, it's a cool vibe. Because I have now, to say, L.A., everybody goes to bed so early. <laughs> that is true. We yeah, shut down yeah, real yeah. early out here. You, know, you go to you go to LA. I want to party a little bit, and hang out. And I'm like freaking everybody. Like what? What's the problem? Yeah. We got. We don't have the nightlife out here, Melissa. Is it true that your husband is like a big deal in Hollywood? I've heard rumors that he is works in Hollywood. He's he does something, but I don't know what what he does. You don't know what he does? Tell me. I him, don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen. He has been. He started pushing mail carts at William Morris okay, 20 something years ago. You know, he was coffee bitch and, you know, Aaron boy. And he started representing production companies, selling TV shows in the non-scripted world. And he just started, you know, he's a good dude. And Hollywood, maybe we meet a lot of not great people, especially agents. And He's one of the ones that just always did good by people and he moved up and we, the both of us are very psycho into sports and that's actually how we met, just talking over sports and whatnot. And then he started getting into the sports world and then he now, he is a partner over there and he still sells TV shows, but he also runs um, the sports department for William Morris. Oh, wow. So he takes athletes off the court, the... Like he had Kobe for the last seven, eight years, whatever. Um, LeBron, people like that. Peyton takes them when they're not on the court and does their their production companies and starts production companies with them. The Spring Hills, LeBron's, um, Omaha for for Peyton, things like that. Very That's cool. incredible. That's really cool. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cool because we're like sports dorks. 
Um, yeah. We love sports. We love going to events and games and all that. So it's, it's, that makes yeah, it Yeah, I'm so the opposite of that. Like, <laughs> I didn't know, like, I, we, let's, I'm going to take that back. I know Michael Jordan's big, but I didn't know, like, when you turn 23, you say, it's my Jordan year. Cause my daughter just turned 23 and on her Instagram, Gia, she wrote Jordan 23 or something or Jordan year. I forgot what she wrote. Like I didn't, I missed the Jordan part. Like I didn't read that part. I just saw 23. And then, and then I didn't know that's a thing to say. It's your Jordan year. So, so as she's talking to somebody who literally had eight pairs of Air Jordans growing up, and <laughs> I like, never had one pair of Air Jordans growing up. Basketball court in her backyard. Yeah, but my kids, my kids do. My kids and then you're do. hanging out with Larsa, who's you know dating his son. Yeah, I know. I was like, I hope he didn't hear that. I know who Michael Jordan is. You know? like, <laughs> but yeah, like I'm not a basketball person. Louis is. Um, so and it's new because I mean we've only been together three years. Uh, I used to, growing up, I was into football and soccer. So that's yeah. what I'm yeah. into. Yeah. Teresa, you mentioned paparazzi. What's your relationship with paparazzi? Because I'm sure now you really don't have photographers in New Jersey kind of chasing you down. But, you know, there was a period a few years back when you were really much in the headlines of the news and there was a lot going on you regarding everything going on in your life. How was, how did you deal with the paparazzi during I don't want to say the height of your fame, but during the chaotic years. Um, yeah, I used to like not leave. Yeah, they used because they would be right outside my gate, and I wouldn't leave. I wouldn't leave my house, or if I had to leave, I would tell my daughter like cover me, like you know, like put up my jacket or something. It was like I know it was crazy. Um, yeah, because like when Joe left. Like I had no choice. I had to drive my kids. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I would just tell them to cover me like that. And I just dealt with a lot. I mean, I have to say sometimes I even tried to outrace them in which that was dangerous because, you, you know, you really shouldn't do that. But it's like I didn't want – they were like following me. I saw them. I, they, they wouldn't get off my tail. I'm like, you know, so I would try to like – yeah, I would try to lose them. Did you ever think about – cutting a deal with them because I've seen this a lot and we've talked to numerous celebs on the podcast who come on and we're like, you know what, if sometimes if you just give them what they want, they'll go away. And so they'll cut the deal of like, listen, you take my photo, take all you want for the next five minutes, but then like, leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Did we did that like that? on vacation. Like if I saw them and I'm like, Oh man, I'm like the freaking here. So, and then, um, and then I, I, I did it with Louie. I'm like, can you go talk to them? I'm like, I don't want them taking a bad photo. If they want a picture of me, tell them we'll just take a picture and be done with it. And, you know, I have to say they were really nice in Europe. Mm -hmm. So we, yeah. we did, you know, we did what they wanted and that was it. And they left us alone. Did you work out a deal with an agency with your European, with your honeymoon photos? Did you get paid on those photos and did you work it out or how? Uh, how no. no, 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 no. Okay. Uh, they just took them. They just took them. Yeah. Did you ever do deals like that with like an agency and do setup shots? Um, I'm trying. No, no, I'm trying. No. Oh, the only time when I got when I got out of jail. What was oh, that? Yeah. So what uh, was because that? Because they wanted the first photo, and and I did it because I was like, if they're going to get it anyway, sure. so I might as well make money off of it. Well, and, how did and, they contact you at that point? Is this through a manager, or an agent, or maybe? Um, a lawyer, no, um, no, I think they contacted, um, 
my lawyer at the time. Lawyer at the time. Yeah, because hey, I had, I think, I think I had his number there, or yeah. or maybe, or the P, or was it my? I can't remember because it's been a while now, or like my like, or whoever deals with my um appearances stuff. Like it's, uh, I think it's on my Instagram at the time. I give you credit because there's a lot of people that wouldn't think, oh, like I can, I can profit off of this. And you see it go by and then you're like, shit, why didn't I think about doing something more? Because this is a, it's a big moment. People are curious and why not, if you're the person who's the center of it, why shouldn't you benefit in, in some way? I think. Yeah. Like I should have did that with my wedding photos and I didn't cause the paparazzi was outside and they had to cover me. They didn't even mm -hmm. show that on the wedding special because I had to walk from the hotel. The hotel was on the premise where I was getting married. And as I walked from the hotel to the reception hall, I had all umbrellas and all like blankets, like these sheets covering me as I walked across. Then that was funny. Like I, I thought they, were, they didn't show that, right? Uh, um, mm -hmm. Melissa? Yeah, they yeah. didn't show that. Yeah. But we actually did that. Like, and because um, I didn't want them getting the first photo, like I think I'm trying to think if I, you know, I ended up I think giving it to them, but I didn't get paid for it. Do you ever do talk you do about? Hold on. Do you ever talk about your time behind bars? I, I I'm sorry if I'm just curious. I don't know if you is that something you talk about or you keep to yourself. I mean, I, I, I'll talk about it. I honestly, I just have one question. I'm curious what the food yeah. was like. The food, I have to say the food was really good. Really? <laughs> food man. Yes. And I actually cooked there also. So, cause I'm a cook, you know, I have four cookbooks. I'm um, for my cookbooks. I'm a new, three New York times, bestselling mm -hmm. New York bestselling author. So three of my cookbooks. Would they let you into like the kitchen and you oh, yeah, cook I cooked, a lot of I people cooked, or what? I cooked dinner for, for the, you know, for everyone. What would you cook? Um, whatever, like whatever was on the menu that day. Yeah. Like, um, I think I made a chicken stir fry one time. Awesome. Now, were you able to request ingredients or you'd like, well, no, whatever it's whatever they you, have, get you that, have it's, to figure out. It's whatever you get that day. you like, whatever they have. So every day is kind of like a Gordon Ramsay yeah, crazy thing you where you got to right. come up with your own menu. I'm telling you, the food was so good. And what was my favorite was when I first got there, they had banana nut muffins i would have a banana nut <laughs> muffin every morning it was so good and then they ended up running out of them and i was like so mad <laughs> i was like they were so good they were really good can you give me one thing here one thing how many what? people would you cook for say it again how many people would you cook for i mean i, I can't remember now how, like how many people were in my whole place it was like well first i was it was a camp setting yeah i think there was maybe like 200 like you that. cook for 200 people? Yeah, I could that's do that, amazing. no problem. Yeah, I could do that, no problem. I'm Italian. <laughs> I got to think that's pretty freaking cool. If you're there and you're like, oh, Teresa's cooking for us. She's cooking some great meals, stir fry. Anything else you can Yeah, my roommate food? was a politician. Um, uh -huh. I was in there with doctors, lawyers. Like, yeah, I mean, there was. I met a lot of cool people in there. And, you know, of course, there was a lot of, you know, people with that which sadly went away for a long time with drugs, sometimes not even doing it, like just being in the car with their boyfriend, which is sad. And they got a long time for that, which I think that's unfair. Um, yeah. So I was like, you know, with a lot of white collar. Is it, that's it, right? White yeah, collar white crime. Collar. Yeah. White collar. Yeah. 
thank God. I mean, it, was, it wasn't bad where I was. Unfortunately, it's like I tell my daughter, it's like being at college. But mm -hmm. I, the only thing is I just couldn't leave. I had to stay yeah. there. I mean, is I was able any? to go outside and get fresh air. And I have to say the grounds were so beautiful. The scenery was beautiful. I was in Danbury, Connecticut. And I used to be like, really? God, I used to talk to God. He was like, why did I have to come here? Because, I mean, I'll tell you guys straight up. Um, I... I know I'm not a criminal. I know it, I didn't, you know, I did not co intentionally commit a crime. I signed two mortgage documents in front of lawyers that, you know, I, I bought two homes that my husband wanted me to use my credit, which I had over 800. Mm -hmm. So I used my credit um, to buy these two homes. And I'll never forget my mom. She's like, you know, my mom said to me, Teresa, you have, you have the best credit ever. Make sure he pays them so you don't ruin your credit. And I'm like, Ma, of course he's going to pay. He's my husband. And then, what the, like, what do you know? Ten years later, I end up going to prison because, you know, because I'm on TV. They want to make an example of me because I signed for those two homes that I bought. That yeah. he flipped, you know, he flipped them. Yep. Yeah. So it's so sad that, um, and, I, I th and I thought the judge was not going to put me away because, I thought she really could see who I really was, but she kind of stereotyped me. And she said, like in the courtroom, like she was talking to me, like she knew who I was. Like she was saying, like, you were trying to keep up with the Joneses. And I was like, oh my God, no, I wasn't like, and it was because of everybody, even my brother and even my cousin stuff that they were saying on the show that this judge thought she knew me because of, what my castmates were saying of me, you know? And I'm like, she doesn't even know me because I wasn't trying to keep up with the Joneses. If, if anything, everybody was trying to keep up with me. And uh, it was sad, like, because I was like, if she really even knew who I was. And she wasn't, um, you know, I, I, I hope, I mean, yeah. So I just thought she, I feel like we came from similar backgrounds and I thought she would really see who I was. Um, but I guess, I don't know, I guess she had to do her job. And sometimes... I know in this political world, like you have to do things sometimes I, and people are watching you. And because I, I guess I was in the public eye and I, you know, I guess I think they all had a plan. Like I had, you know, I had to go away because I was Teresa Judice. I was on TV. They had to make an example out of me because even my husband was told him my wife had nothing to do with anything. And he's like, he's like, babe, I can't believe they want you more than they want me. And he's like, and I, you know, and he's the one that didn't pay the taxes. And then I got, you know, punished for it, which was so sad. And the, the hardest thing was that I was like, I didn't want to leave my four daughters. I was like, you know, they didn't deserve that. That was like the hardest thing. But what kept me sane was that my parents were with them every single day. So I was like, you know, I know my kids are going to grow up amazing and strong. Cause I mean, I, that's how I grew up. Cause I, you know, my parents, I had my beautiful parents and they were around them. So that's what kept me sane. And I felt bad for my parents because they were old school Italians. They were born in Italy and they didn't understand. They're like, I, they knew I didn't do anything wrong. And it was sad that I, like, I felt bad that I'm sure my parents suffered a little bit seeing, you know, their daughter that had, you know, she had to go to that. But I, I reassured them every single day. I'm like, I'm fine. I'm totally fine. And I was, I got the best, you know, in the best shape ever. I worked out every single day. I read a lot. And, um, that's it. I mean, I came out, I looked so rested cause I slept, I used to take naps every day like they do in Italy. 
And um, yeah. Damn, Teresa, you're making prison sound pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, have, I want some Teresa food. Yeah, I'm, I have to say it wasn't because I, I know because I know in my heart I didn't do anything wrong. So I know it wasn't going to be a bad thing. So well, tell I me this. Like, have you uh, deep down in your heart, have you forgiven Joe for putting you in that situation that landed you in there? And that's time away from your kids, you know, time yes. you can't get back. Yes, that's a good question. Thank you. Um, yeah, because, you know, it took a long time for me to forgive him because then I lost my parents. I came home. I lost my mom eight months later. I was so devastated because my parents were my life. I come from a small family and my mom, like she was a saint. She like just lived for me and my brother. Like I had like those kind of parents that just loved their kids so much that just did everything for us, home cooked meals every day. Like, you know, they just, everything was about me and my brother. Like, you know, they were just the best parents ever. And so I lost my mom eight months later, never thought that would happen. And then my dad moved into, you know, moved in with us and he was, you know, he was like so upset. He cried for a year straight after my mother passed away. And then I had my dad with us for three years and then he passed away. He was so heartbroken that his, the love of his life passed away. Like, and I knew, you know, but he fought, like he's, you know, he had, he wanted to stay with me and the girls, which was beautiful. And, um, that's it. But finally, I finally forgave him because I know that I, in order, this had to happen in order for me to not have been with Joe anymore. So I felt like that had to happen in order for me to meet my soulmate which is Louie because yeah. I probably would have never left him. And, um, but I, you never know, like maybe if Joe would have came home, I don't think it would have worked out. Um, so I think everything happened the way it was supposed to happen. Did, uh, Jen Shaw reach out to you for advice at all? Because obviously it's a different type of issue, but you know, being in the public eye and going through. No, I think she hasn't reached out for no, anything. No. No. Yeah, no, that's totally different. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what I did and what she did, I mean, I mean, I guess it's in black and white. I mean, you could basically say, like, everyone thinks that, yeah, it, it wasn't me. I mean, that's why I, I, that's why I walk with my head up high because it was my husband that, you know, didn't pay taxes. He, he paid business, but not personal. And yeah, and then, ba but back, you know, what's so crazy. Like back in the day, I guess if you were in that whole world, Banks were giving out loans like it was nothing. You know, they banks were doing that. And the see, but banks didn't get in trouble, but the people did eventually, because then that's what, you know. So you have to be in that world to understand it. Mm -hmm. So Melissa, well, did you follow that whole saga when it was going on? Like, did you were you big into the entertainment news stuff or yeah, what? I mean, I remember watching Bravo. It was either sports I watched or Bravo. And those were kind of the two that was either on. And I remember starting to watching, like I would watch Road Rules and Real World and all that. And then that's when like OC started and, you know, Jersey and all them picked up. And I remember seeing it. I don't know if I watched like as much as I do now. Um but I remember, I do remember when that happened with Trace. I was just curious if you've had so many questions locked up that you're like, I want to ask her the, these things. You guys get into this at all, or do you guys leave that for? 
I mean, we have more yeah, so you know now. Guys, I hate always. I'm over. I'm fine with talking about it, mm-hmm. but I just a lot of people judge. Yeah, and that's what I don't like. Like for instance, I was on Dancing with the Stars, and I the first clip. The, the first, first clip. clip. And I'm like, I talk about it. I have no problem talking about it because I know who I am. I know I didn't do anything. So I have no problem talking about it. But when somebody tries to twist it and make it look a, like a bad thing, that's when I have a problem with it. And I remember being on Dancing with the Stars and they showed it. Like they talked about jail. And I was like, that's so, like, why would you do that? Like in that, I would, I, and, I, and here I got distracted because they're showing, you're not supposed to look at the clip before you start dancing, but obviously it's like right there. Yeah. And, and that, cause like a lot of people judge you because of that, because mm-hmm. obviously I used to do that guys. I'm not even like, I'm not, I mean, I, I want to tell the story. I could tell the story. I'm going to tell the story. Tell the story, Teresa. I'm going to tell the story. My brother's first fiance. I want to tell the story. I never told this story. My brother's you first fiance. Huh? Who are you talking to over there? I, <laughs> I'm going to tell the story. I'm going to tell the story. My brother, I'm talking to myself because my, <laughs> I want to just show you guys what, like, this is a learning lesson for everyone. Um, in like, my brother was engaged to someone else and, and they got, they got engaged the father ends up getting convicted and goes to jail. So they had to postpone their wedding f- for another year. So they, instead of having a year, you know, before they got married, they had a two year engagement. Well, when we found out like my parents and we found out that he was going to jail, we're like, Oh my God. Like, you know, he was obviously, it was, I guess, connected in some way. I don't know. Like, obviously, whatever he went to jail for. So we were like, oh, my God. Like, even my parents were scared. They're like, they didn't want my brother getting mixed up in this family. Like, maybe he's going to do the same thing. And it's like, we judged. We did. Yeah. Like, my parents, not in a bad way, but they're like, oh, my God, he went, he's going to jail. You know, they were kind of like, Cause my parents always did everything the right way. Mm-hmm. So, and I was like, maybe this was a learning lesson in my family that like to not judge. And like, they didn't, the thing was like my brother ended up, you know, uh, like it, you know, it didn't work out anyway. It was, and I guess that's the way it was supposed to go. But I remember, and I'm like, and I always think about that. I'm like, I don't know if this was a learning lesson for our family was like, look, you know, and then I went away and it's like, what the hell? You know, we were, it was like shocking, Yeah. you know, but the thing is, I know in my heart that I didn't commit a crime and I know I was, you know, I just got, you know, I went away because they wanted to make an example out of me. So, and that's, that's a hard pill to swallow, to deal with that. Just because I'm on TV, they have to make an example out of me really, because I signed papers, which I think that's unfair because if, you know, you should really do your research and if the wife is not involved, don't put her away. Like, why are you going to take her? I mean, thank God, not go. I mean, trust me, I had to deal with my, it was hard for my kids. They still have, I'm sure things that bother them. You know, it was hard because it, it, at the end of the day, you know who it hurts? The kids, at the, you know, because the adults, we can make it through. It does affect the children, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's probably one of the hardest things for, for you to kind of go through as far as being in reality TV where people think they know you, but they really don't know you. And it's got to be sort of like a 
mentally a little bit challenging too because people come up to you and they act like they know you in your head you're like wait do i know this person and then you realize oh they're just a fan of what they have but also like you said they they have their own opinion of what's going on and they kind of don't know yeah, shit. Like everyone thinks i'm like this mean person i'm so mean we are guys i'm the coolest most chill person like right well let's tell them i mean i like i'm so not drama if like I'm the opposite of drama, but of course you, you watch my TV show and it's all about drama. Well, yeah, so, I think, you, you know what to you guys too, I think to your question earlier about, you know, I watched it as most of us did. Mm-hmm. And it's just like from that, from the show, from things, it's like, there's just been a lot of drama and shit. It's like, I don't want to keep banging on it. You know, mm-hmm. it's shitty. You're a mom. You're like, we all know what went down. So I think like as much as I sometimes, especially being like an interviewer or a host or whatever, you want to ask the questions. It's like for me sometimes, especially now I put myself in, you know, me being a mom and stuff like that. It's like, don't need to keep banging on the shit. Like we can talk about other things. And so I think that's why I never really, we've talked about it. Not in, I mean, more so I would say off the pod than on, mm-hmm. but you know, I mean, look, because well, that's the thing. You don't want to keep talking about something that people see it as an obviously negative because yeah. when you go to jail, it's a negative thing. I mean, I'm, you're not going to, you know, it is. When it it's wasn't negative. like it was the most positive for you. So like, it, why do I want to keep bringing, you well, know, and that's the thing. And, and, but I know everyone's so intrigued about it. So that's what I'm saying. I have no problem answering any question. It's just, I don't want to like, it's like, I want the judging of, about that to go away. Be, you know, cause that's, you know, cause I know who I am and I know I didn't do no. anything, but unfortunately I had to go to jail for just signing papers. Cause I'm on TV, which I get it, you know, yeah. and well, that's you- why I have no problem saying it because I'll, I'll, I'll say it as loud as, you know, I'll, I'll sing it on top of the mouth because I know it's yeah. true, you know, and it's unfortunate. And, and I'm sure there's other people like me that have gone through this, but don't get me wrong. Like I'm sure there's a lot of people that do commit crimes that they shouldn't be in jail. But under my circumstances, I know, you know, I didn't commit a crime with my husband and, but I got punished for it. Well, you, you did mention that you met some really like wonderful people there that were, you know, doctors, lawyers, whatever. Do you stay in contact with anyone that you met while you were behind bars or Um, once in a while, my, my roommate, she, okay. Yeah. Um, and then it's so funny, like I saw um, someone that I was in there with in an interview and um, they said they were reading my diary when I would like go work out at the gym. Oh and, my God. Yeah. And it was because I was writing my first memoir, which ended up being a New York Times bestseller while I was in there. So I guess like, yeah. Oh, that's so awkward. Knowing yeah, that they so, were I mean, reading whatever. They're reading. I was writing exactly what was going on every single day, like in my, um, in, in my notebook. So, so I didn't know that, that these bitches were reading my diary while I was like at the gym. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I have what? to say, no, nobody messed with me. Like they, you know, I guess from watching the show, they must be like, I'm not, I'm not messing with that girl. She'll be flipping the table on me. You know? <laughs> Let me ask you this, uh, you know, change the subject a little bit, but Melissa and Teresa, you guys have both been around the scene for a long time. Who was the nicest, the coolest celebrity that you guys have met? And then uh, who was like the one where it, maybe they were a little rude. It didn't go the way you wanted it to be. You, oh, they weren't God. the person you want them to be. 
And you look it up. If you look up Teresa and someone else, you'll see it all over the place. But I don't even want to talk about her anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Melissa? The night Kobe. Yeah. He was um he was he was incredible. He was Uncle Kobe. Um he was the best. See, the, I like that. I love when you can say nice things about a celebrity because you know we're all the same. We're all this, you know. We're all the same. Well, who, was you know, we're you, all Teresa? who was the person you met that was like, man, this person's awesome. They're, they're everything you wanted them to be. Um, I mean, oh, I can't. I mean, I have to say nobody was ever really. Well, only one person was rude. One person. Sophia Vergara. Huh? And it was Sophia yeah. Vergara. And she's in New yeah. York right now, actually. And I had this similar experience. Yeah, she's not- filming. She's going to be on my with my boss. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, I had a similar experience with her. She was leaving the monkey bar. And she's going to be and- on with my girl, Alexia. <laughs> oh, wow. Wait, what happened? Uh, what she happened? Was just, uh, this is when it was like the b- early seasons of Modern Family. She wasn't – this is like when she first kind of get came on the scene. She became a star – I think some people were even questioning her accent and she was, um, she wasn't rude to me by any means, but she was just, uh, she wasn't warm at all. And I, I, you know, I, I was, I didn't have the same experience as Teresa, but I just, she wasn't warm to me by any means. What did we you bummed out? Did you um, no, I wasn't bummed because I, no, I didn't hear your experience. I've seen the Google <laughs> stuff, but I didn't hear about your experience. I only saw it on Google. Was I bummed out? No, because I didn't have expectations for her. I wasn't like a massive Sophia. Yeah, I wasn't bummed out either. Like it, it wasn't my doing. It was her PR person and my PR person that so let's get a. You know, we were both interviewing with Mario Lopez, one after another, and they wanted us to take a picture. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, you know, and she didn't want to, and I was like, I didn't ask for a picture. It wasn't. I wasn't my doing anyway. So, yeah. She sat next to me at a concert. It was I was at Guns N' Roses, like the Apollo Theater, and her ex husband Joe Mangella was sitting right next to me. And the other side of her, what uh, the other he's side hot. of him was, he's a big <laughs> dude. Actually, I had to like hold him up. He was on his. He was so into the concert, and I had to like hold him up on his chair <laughs> so he didn't fall over. And then the other side was Sofia Vergara, and we're at Guns N' Roses at the Apollo Theater, ten rows dead center. She seemed like she didn't want to be there. Aye. You know, like she wasn't what? really into it. You're yeah, the Apollo Theater with Guns N' Roses? Yeah, she didn't seem into it at all. Um, but he was like so into it. Like he would have been moshing if there wasn't seats. And I was like, I didn't even know the guy. I was like, dude, this guy is. This guy's it's so funny dude. though. I was just at a couple months ago, was it at Mondeo's? Yeah. And it's so funny. This girl comes up to me. She wants to take a picture of me. I was like, okay, no problem. And now Louie n- noticed where the, she sat after we took a picture. Louie saw where she was sitting, like like a few tables behind us. What do you know? A few minutes later after that, walks in, you know who? Mm-hmm. So, you know, Sophia Vergara. And um, she walks in. And, of course, we made eye contact, me and her, so she knows exactly who I am. And guess who she went to go sit with? Oh. <gasps> The girl that just asked to take a picture of me. It was so funny. (laughs) And then he was fired. That's funny. It was so funny. So I'm sure, I don't know if she told her, like, I just took a picture with Teresa. Yeah. Like, and I'm sure, you know, she knows, I've seen her a few times, you know? So so here's the thing. I I don't want our conversation to be over. So what I want to do, 
I think we head over to your guys' podcast to finish our conversation. That way, any of our listeners want to head over, follow us. We're going to go over to the Namaste Podcast. You're not allowed to come back. Adam, you're invited. Yes. And uh, we're going to finish this conversation. I do have one last question for you, Teresa. You being an Italian, obviously you've been to the best Italian restaurant on the planet, Olive Garden. Breadsticks yeah. to I've die for or not there. to die? I've never what? been there. How do you no, no, not go to Olive man. Garden? We are going to an Olive yeah, Garden. Yeah, Melissa wants to go there with me. He's and never wants- been. I've never been. How do you live in this world and never been to the OG? Because you know that's like yeah. that's like a for Italians. I mean, I don't want to say nothing bad about the Olive Garden because you know God bless them. But that's God bless them and their breadsticks. Yes, <laughs> breadsticks. That's not a real. You I mean, I used to think that was not in a real Italian restaurant. Like that's how I like I. It's like a like, never been. You know where I'm it. taking her this year. I'm. Taking her to two very, very key, key places in my life. The OG, Olive Garden, and okay. the shoe. The shoe? What's the shoe? What's the shoe? <laughs> What's the, shoe? shoe. the fucking horseshoe. What? The Ohio. State Buckeyes, Horseshoe, oh. Oh, Ohio, Ohio. I, thinking, okay, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, what restaurant is this? I don't know if you guys know, my second daughter, Gabriella, she goes to the University of Michigan and they just won this championship and they won <laughs> and they beat Ohio. So that's why she's a little bitter. The Ohio uh, State. Just don't say why. All right. Head on over to Namaste Beaches, and we will finish this conversation up. A Huda Media Production.